Good morning, my friends. Welcome to today's Happiness After Codependency episode. Today, we're going to talk about the neediness in relationships, what that really looks like, the nuance in this, because it's an important one, because needs and relationship go hand in hand, but it really depends on what we're needing in that relationship that makes the, the nuance, the difference there. So yeah, this will be episode two in Marshall, a question. So excited to have you here. If you're new to me, I'm Marshall Berkshire, and I help codependents rediscover their self-trust, and from that self-trust, come to know, love, and live who they are. This is how I help them heal from codependency or actually discover that they no longer need codependency to get their needs, wants, and relationship desires met in their lives. So if that resonates with you, I'm excited to have you here. You're in the right place. Uh, Before we get started today, I need to share this out to the community. The community is your safe haven where you can find tools, support, and guidance in your journey back to self-trust, back to knowing, loving, and living who you are. The link for the community is above on Facebook. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, and the link is below in the description there. And if you're listening via podcast, nice to hear you. <laughs> uh, it's um, You can go to my website, www.freetheself.com, and go up to resources and down to the community, and you'll be good to go there. So I'm going to get this shared out to the community right now. Let me know how you guys are doing in the comments below. And we're going to click a button and I'm going to type a few things and magic occurs and voila, here we are. So well, before we get started, today we have our holiday support hours. So every holiday season, I provide what's called holiday support hours where you can come and join and connect with other survivors get some support, get some connection during this holiday time. Um, It's 1 p.m. Boise, Idaho time today. The link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and it's on my front page on my website at freetheself.com. It's free. Just click the link. Come and join us. Let's connect, bring you some connection, some community, and some warmth this holiday season. So yeah, that's happening today at 1 p.m. Let's let's jump in. Let's see what's going on here. So hi, the two of you that are currently watching. Nice to see you. So the neediness in relationship. Being needy. What, Marshall? Let's talk about this. So what is needy? Well, technically, in my view, I'll mute this real quick. Um, My view, neediness is being called needy is a slander, it's an attack, it's a gaslight. Needs are a natural thing for us. Needs are are part of who we are. They're part of the way in which we create connection and a secure attachment with others. It's a way we receive from others. It's a way we contribute to others. I look at needs and I look at wants as gifts, as a means to getting to know an individual, getting to experience connection with someone. Um, and to build presence, intimacy, play, support, companionship in my life. So I see them as positive things. And there are different kinds of needs that we have. And there are needs that mature into other kinds of needs throughout our lives. So let's, let's kind of put this into context. So in, in, in codependency, 
we, we have a primary need for identity, for safety, and for connection. These are the three things that every child needs with their parent, with their family, and with their, their um, community. This helps them feel safe enough to go out and discover who they are, to test boundaries, to discover what those boundaries are, to understand and discover what they want, how they want it, what their needs are, how those needs work, to find their own voice, to anchor in and discover their own value, those kind of things. So these are three essentials. I call them the three necessities. Well, in codependency, these three needs were not met. They were starved. And because they're starved, the individual dealing with codependency cannot mature into their adult self. So in, in a healthy, let's say resourced family dynamic, the need for safety, the need for connection, and the need for identity mature into an adult that has a sense of security and being interdependent with others because they've been able to develop reliable skills and have reliable experiences building intimacy and support. There, so they have their inter inter interdependence. They also have their own sense of individuality. So their identity has matured into a sense of individualness. Hey, I'm me, you're you. We have sameness, we have difference, we can understand each other and see what's going on there and see where we fit and where we don't build um, cooperation, connection, and, and what's appropriate there. Because sometimes, you know, ah, this doesn't work, it's time to end it, you know, whatever might be showing up there. So we got that one. Also builds into autonomy. So the end of the individual has the ability to execute their power in their behalf and take care of themselves. That's critical here. Because in codependency, the power is in the other person. It's called external orientation, where we are focused on the other person defining who we are, what our value is, what our power is, what our authority is. Whereas in autonomy, it's all internalized. I'm the authority in my yard. I'm the authority in what happens and doesn't happen in my world. So I'm the one that executes, establishes and executes boundaries. So when we look at these three necessities of connection, safety, and identity, and they're not met, they morph into neediness, what people typically call neediness, in a codependent framework. And that is, I need you because you complete me. I need you because you give me value. I need you because you give me safety. You become, in a lot of ways, for the, for the codependent, they experience the other individual as a surrogate parent to some degree. Because we're looking for that safety, that connection, and that identity at a, at a child level. Now, when we're, we grow and we mature into our adult self, then our connection's built through interdependence, which is founded on consent and privilege and individuality. We recognize that the other person's a whole person unto themselves. We are a whole person unto themselves. And now we're creating agreements, we're creating connection, we're creating, creating uh, transparency with each other so we know how to meet each other's adult-level needs. What kind of needs are those? It's being seen, it's being valued, it's being heard, it's being loved. It's having uh, reliable and secure companionship, intimacy, support, play. 
And this is where the needs, the 10 core needs, <laughs> and this other layer of needs here, come into play as well. Because we, we all have 10 core needs there. They exist in our childhood. They exist, uh, they, they are contiguous throughout our entire life. So we always have them. We have the need for acceptance. We have the need for being valued. We have the need for attention, for protection and safety, for play, for time. We have the need for being nurtured and cared for. These are all valid needs. These are needs that we can then lean into and start getting met through all our kinds of relationships, including friendships, therapeutic relationships, some kinds of you know, business relationships or work relationships, and our intimate relationships. We need to build a variety of resources around us that feed and contribute to these needs and that we can contribute to as well. And that builds community around us. And when we have community around us, it makes everything safer because not all relationships will last. Some, some will end because they're no longer compatible. Some will end because the person dies. Those kinds of shifts will happen in our world. And when we are surrounded by a community that cares about us, that we care about, that we can see and love, value each other, and we do this on a regu regular, consistent basis, the loss of one of these resources isn't devastating. It doesn't just collapse your whole world. Instead, it hurts, but yet you're supported through that loss into a place where you can grieve, find uh, closure, or find moving on in that loss, and then bring in a new resource eventually if that's something you want to do there. So when we talk about need, being needy in a relationship, it depends on where we're coming from. Are we coming from codependency, where I need this person so I feel lovable, complete, and where I, I can discover myself in because they'll play the parent role? Or am I coming from an adult level perspective of where I'm seeking companionship, I'm seeking intimacy, I'm seeking support and play, and inside of that, being valued, being seen, being loved, uh, having play, having mutual intimacy, whether it's platonic or erotic intimacy or whatever it is. What am I actually seeking here? Now, if you find yourself seeking a sense of value through relationship, that's your work. That's codependency talking, and that's where your healing needs to be focused on. Because when we start caring for ourselves and rooting into what I call innate value, meaning I am intrinsically worthy. It's immutable value within me. It's not add to or changed. It's not taken away by anything I do or someone else does. It's something I am born with. When I can really align with that, I can feel it, I can understand it, and I can start living from it. The way you relate completely changes because from this basis of innate value, those three necessities start getting met in different ways. Because in codependency, we meet the need for safety by regulating the other person's emotions. That means we please them. That means we, uh, we don't regulate, we don't rock the boat rather. We don't have conflict. We rescind our boundaries. We drop the shields. We, we fawn, we, we, we please and appease there. Now, in a, coming from innate value, safety is created by choosing healthy, reliable people and surrounding ourselves with people who love, value, and care about ourselves. And we know they do this because they demonstrate it through their pattern of behavior. 
This is key here. Not by the words they say, not by the gifts they buy us, not by the, the niceties, but by the, how they treat us, specifically in how they treat us when we have a bad day, when we have a need, when we ask for that need, when they're having a bad day, when they're at their capacity, when they have a need or a want, when there's difference or conflict, how are they treating us? Are, there, are they inquiring about our experience? Do they care about that? Are they demonstrating they care about it by inquiring about it, by receiving and working to understand it, and then by sharing their experience, and then you two coming together and working out an understanding so you can bridge the gap and build more intimacy there? So basically, are they helping repair ruptures that occur, or are they getting defensive and trying to control things or avoid things? So that's one signal there. So in a healthy dynamic, coming from innate value, we would be looking for those patterns, and then we would be choosing people who show up that way because that adds to our safety. It also feeds connection. So in codependency, connection is something we try to earn. We earn it by pleasing them. We earn it by trying to be who we think they want us to be. We also try to create it through our fantasy and our euphoria about who this person is or could be if they would do X, Y, Z. Whereas coming from innate value, connection is forged based on how they respond to us, how we respond to them. It's based on the safety component and then on compatibility. How is this working for me? How is it fulfilling me? What kind of impact and results is this experience creating in my world? How does my body feel around them? Is this bringing me any joy? Or is it constantly walking on eggshells and wondering what's going to happen next? And then I've got to calculate this thing and this thing and not do that and do this because they'll be upset about blah, blah, blah. Or is there a relaxation, a freedom to be you? Okay. Then the third one here, which is identity. So in codependency, the other person determines who we are. We shape ourselves according to what we think other people would want like and value so we don't know ourselves we're just mimicking or shape-shifting to what other people think and want and express so we have lost ourselves in their yard there well coming from innate value we anchor in our sense of self and we allow our identity to emerge we discover ourselves and then we share ourselves with others freely and it's through that that we find more compatibility. We find people who understand us, who value us the way we show up, who care about how we show up. And they like us. We like ourselves and we like them. So it's a very transparent, direct, clear, and simple approach there on that. So when we come from codependency, we're giving ourselves up. We're coming from innate value. We're coming from self-trust in that innate value. We discover people and we discover compatibility. And this is how it works. This is how we end up in relationships that work for us because we're choosing people and people are choosing us based on who we are rather than based on a performance in hopes that we'll get some love. See how? So this is the big thing about being needy in a relationship how am I getting my needs met is what matters. And I need to know what that need is. So if I come from codependency and I need someone to complete me, the work there is to meet that need 
by parenting ourselves and becoming more um, whole and defined and individuated. Basically, we grow up into our adulthood. So that need isn't wrong. The need just needs to be met in its proper way, which isn't through a romantic relationship. It is through therapeutic relationships, relationship with self and support community, and maybe even some friendships that can give us some guidance and reflection back. In other words, a, sur a, a, a surrogate parent made up of different people in different communities. But if we've got that nailed down, we're rooted in our self-trust, we're rooted in our innate value and our self-trust in that value. We're going to know ourselves and we're going to start choosing people who work for us because we value our peace of mind. We value our pleasure, our joy, our play, our boundaries, our happiness. We don't have a whole lot of tolerance for chaos, for lying. For, uh, we have no tolerance for abuse. We have no tolerance for being um, discarded or ignored. Because we value ourselves. And that value, that innate value, is built on self-trust. So we're going to be talking a whole lot about self-trust starting here in December and throughout 2022. Because that's our big focus uh, for this coming year. Big deal, guys. So when we talk about being needy, it's valid. The needy is valid. It's well, Our job in healing is to understand what we're needy in and get that met from the right resources so that we can grow our well-being and happiness in our lives. Because that's the point. I mean, the 13 and a half years I've been doing this, I just want to be happy. I just want to be at peace. I just want myself back. Or I want to just know myself. These are the things that are consistently communicated to me by students, by clients. This is how we do it. So welcome aboard in this journey and coming to really know, love, and live who you are from the foundation of self-trust. And those needs, being needy in a relationship, normal. I'm needy in mine. Like, hey, I want to spend some time with you. I want to be close to you. I miss you. That's completely valid. I am not depending on my relationships for them to define my value or my legitimacy. That's my job. But I do depend on them. I do rely on them for company, for companionship, for intimacy, support, and play. It's beautiful. It's easy <laughs> compared to other, compared to the other way. I mean, the attachment distress is largely non-existent because there's a. We've built this though. We built a high degree of trust through leaning into the anxiety that comes with proximity and attachment with another individual. We've met each other there consistently. Done this in a lot of my relationships, friendships. So it's reliable. My friends, we can, you can get there. You can have this. But we start with understanding what your need is so that we can get it met from the appropriate resources so that it can promote your well-being and your happiness, your adulthood, all based on self-trust and innate value. Let's see. I got one comment from Pam. You're welcome. She says, so helpful a comparison thank you yeah you're welcome so there you go guys that is today's training thank you for being here uh you got what six days left on the holiday enrollment promotion the link is above on facebook below on youtube and front page of my website this is where you can get into my courses for 30 to 50 percent off i offer this one time a year so this is your chance to get it at these prices this also ends enrollment for 2021 the next enrollment period will be in january of 2022 
Uh, so, and they'll be back at full prices then. So hop in. Let's start your journey in getting you back to self-trust and to knowing, loving, and living who you are in your life so you can go on and enjoy it. Enjoy relationships, friendships, purpose, work, business, whatever it might be that brings joy for you in your world. Because that's my goal for you there. So if that resonates with you, come join us. Be excited to have you with us. Have a safe holiday out there for those of you here in the United States. And I will see you guys in our next episode. Bye-bye.